What's up, everyone? It's Michael, and I'm here to big up another amazing podcast from the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. This time, I'm talking about the MarTech Podcast, hosted by Benjamin Shapiro, and with episodes you can listen to in under 30 minutes, the MarTech Podcast shares stories from world-class marketers who use technology to generate growth and achieve business and career success, all on your lunch break. The most recent episode I listened to broke down all of the layoffs that's happening in big tech right now, especially the Google layoffs. Um, So if you want an inside scoop on that, listen to MarTech wherever you get your podcast. Link in the show notes. Hey everybody, this is producer Ryan. Michael and Abba are off this week, but we still have new content for you as they recorded a new segment called Founders Corner, where they try and give each other sage advice for their real business problems. We really hope this advice can help you in your startup or in your work. And tune in for more Founders Corner Dilemmas coming soon. Hope you enjoy. This new little segment called Founders Corner, Founder to Founder. <laughs> let me let me open up my heart Free to you. Free consulting. So I'm just curious, what do you do when you've been in a professional partnership with someone? Let's say it's like a freelancer, a collaborator, or whatever. Okay. And then let's say you engage someone to do some work. The terms were agreed. When the invoice actually comes, there's an extra fee on it. That was not agreed. So right. you ask your team, yo, like, are you familiar with this? No one seems to know. So you pay the invoice minus the fee, the additional fee. Okay. You then receive a pretty hateful email from the person in question accusing you of shortchanging them, oppressing them, making them Damn. do work for free, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is something that happened to me recently. And I'm not going to lie. I was blindsided. I was right. just like, wow. And also the person shares my identity. So then to be accused of being oppressive and all these isms was pretty shocking. But I'm just curious, how would you react in that? Honestly, I probably would have just paid i would have went back and just paid the extra invoice because oh, entrepreneur- i mean i did yeah. in the end yeah yeah, yeah. The- but how would you react to the words being said to you like how would you actually choose to I engage would- with someone making really quite right. serious allegations especially someone you've worked with for like let's say a year it's that's very difficult i don't know i think genuinely i probably would have just ignored it and just paid the invoice and kept it moving and i don't necessarily know if that's the right way to do it I think if I know in my heart of heart I did absolutely nothing wrong and it was, it was just standard business practice and actually you're probably in the wrong and now you're trying to weaponize you know the language of oppression just because you tried to do something mm. cheeky basically <laughs> yeah. yeah I'll be like, I'm not even going to engage and roll in the mud but that's not necessarily the optimal way of doing it because for you never know people can just hop on Twitter and start saying you know Michael's so and so he's this he's yeah. that don't work with Michael Michael's and that's the risk that you always run under as an entrepreneur and there's nothing you can do about it I've had that once happen to me where I just didn't engage but basically someone submitted an article they wanted to write on pocket mm-hmm. and essentially the article was kind of like scathing about an individual person wow. Ooh, basically ow. and it was scathing about an individual person who's a woman of color founder who i knew had come back life-threatening serious like illness basically and wow. literally had to survive by the skin of their teeth and this article was about malpractice in general and they specifically named this person amongst others and i was like i'm not comfortable posting this i kind of know the person and also like i know what they've gone through and they're really ill and i don't want to you know do that and i didn't come into this game to kind of badmouth women of color founders as well even yeah, if they even, and by the way what they were accused of doing was like not calling them back for an interview okay it wasn't like they did something really nefarious it just wasn't best practice on the job process market right when you're hiring someone so i said i might post this but i might have to just like can we just blank out the name because like yeah i feel bad and they were like oh you're a gatekeeper you're trying to, they went on linkedin blasted wow. me you're a gatekeeper you're terrible you're this you're that and I was just like whoa and I just didn't engage I mean like technically I'm engaging now but it's been a few years and I my name was getting dragged through the mud on LinkedIn oh you're terrible you're this I was like wow I'd like and I just left it and I just ignored it and I kept it moving and nothing really came of it and yeah sometimes it's best to just keep it moving and just ignore but I mean what do you do if that person then 
in your situation goes on social media and you have to kind of defend yourself, I guess. But it's such a shame because this is not like, I don't know, once once it gets into the public domain, it no longer becomes, it becomes a situation where there is no real right and wrong. It's just yeah. who kind of likes you and who don't like you. Absolutely. And actually at that point, your reputation speaks for yourself because we've all seen someone who's basically been quote unquote cancelled and then everyone just piles on because actually they've done other things that are nefarious. Mm-hmm. So really at that point, it's up to your reputation to kind of defend you on yeah. your own behalf. Like if you've done this before, or you've yeah. done other things that are nefarious and there's 10 other people that can vouch for that, yeah. then it's a problem. Let me ask you something. Do you think it's good for an entrepreneur to be desensitized or to have their skin thickened? Because one of the things that I've been mm-hmm. reflecting on recently is like, I've been running Hustle Crew for six years now. And every time a situation like that unfolds, it hurts. I'm right. not going to lie. It really hurts because it's like, wow, I've like invested in you as a person. I've paid you thousands of pounds over the last 12 months. There was one dispute and it goes straight to accusations of oppression, bullying, whatever, whatever. Right. And that's like, it doesn't feel good on a reputational level, 100%. But also just on a basic human level, it's just right. like, wow, like talking to me like that, using those words, that really hurts. And it makes me think back on like bosses I used to have or founders I used to be around who nothing would phase them. Mm-hmm. Nothing would phase them. And I always thought, if I run a business, I don't want to be that person. Mm. I don't want to be that Elon Musk guy that can like bring 20,000 people onto a Zoom, lay off half of them, right. blink and move on. But then a part of me thinks like, is that an inevitability on this journey of being an entrepreneur? Because yeah. when you are tuned into your emotions, tuned into your feelings, it's very easy for people to basically like manipulate that mm. or use that to get a reaction out of you or to get their way. So I think it does desensitize you, but I also think there's a reason why whenever they've looked into CEOs and executives at large corporations that there's more incidents of like sociopathy and like psychopathy. Mm. Basically, they don't feel it, basically. So it's not like they become desensitized. It's that the people that are there are the ones who don't feel that like human instinct anyways. Mm. So there might be a reason why for me, for example, I probably couldn't do you know, run a 10,000 people company yeah. when you've got a thousand people that are like, you know, I hate my job, help me. And I'm just like, not my business kind of thing. <laughs> like, or tough luck. I can't do that because you, you have to have that gene of just like, I don't empathize with people. And I think you can become desensitized and become better at being more stoic. But I think there is always almost a level where you're going to always feel it because you're a human and that's like a good thing <laughs> kind of thing. Mm. Uh, and it's kind of the job that's ab- abnormal to a certain extent. You're not abnormal, the job's abnormal. Yeah. That's it for this week's Techish. We hope you enjoyed. What do you think? Let us know. Reach out on at TechishPod on all socials. Tune back in next week to hear Michael and Abadesi break down the latest tech and culture headlines. And if you haven't already, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and a rating on Spotify. It really helps others find the podcast. See you next week. Peace. listeners here's a special announcement about some free training that i am putting on for anyone who has been impacted by tech layoffs so if you've been laid off or let down at work recently or you just want to really refocus your career this year to maximize your earnings on your terms then you should come along to tomorrow's free webinar layoffs to lemonade you can register on bit.ly forward slash layoffs to lemonade and learn directly from me how to choose the right social platform to build your audience and community, how to overcome that fear of putting yourself out there, and basically how to become more consistent with your personal branding so that you can land press features, paid consulting gigs, paid speaking gigs, just like me. It's only one hour of your time at 6 p.m. GMT, 1 p.m. Eastern time, or 10 a.m. West Coast time so i really hope to see you there layoffs to lemonade your chance to build a career you want 
on your terms and earn what you deserve.